Dan Striving Double Feature presents 70s Friends of Frankenstein, episode 22. This is a minute-by-minute podcast covering the 1973 Frankenstein offshoots, knockoffs, good times, Blackenstein and Frankenstein 80 from the U.S. and Italy, respectively. Hello, how are you? I am Dan, your host, and let us dive right in. We are watching, as I say, oh, I, I, I the last episode... I mentioned that I was trying to keep everything more succinct. I'm going to try the same in this one. I haven't, I haven't actually posted the the the, the minute twenty ones uh, yet, but uh, I'm going to try to keep this succinct like that one, just to see see how it goes, see how it feels. I mean, it's going to be ridiculous if I keep it so succinct that I'm releasing like six minute episodes of these or something. But we'll we'll see. Anyway, where were we in Black and Side? Remembering we're beginning. Uh, we're doing the home video version from uh, Severin, uh, the Severin Blu-ray, and we're beginning 40 seconds in, so we're 21.40 to 22.40 on this minute. Over on the um, on the theatrical in this minute, uh, they've already finished the first operation on Eddie, and you see Winifred um, uh, writing something down on some papers that go on a file. You see a full moon. You hear a wolf howling. It looks like Malcolm is coming down the hall. There's lots of sinister music playing, some of it that is cut into the soundtrack rather not so sharply Uh, but we all make mistakes um so over on the theatrical things are beginning to get exciting over on this one we spend a few more minutes with eleanor the elderly lady who was 90 but now looks like she's maybe in her late 50s early 60s and then we spend the rest of the time with a guy with a german accent named bruno who's had um a part of a leg grafted on so it's not as exciting here as it is in the theatrical. Maybe it, it will be soon. We haven't even gotten to Eddie's operation yet. Um, but uh, anyway, let, let me. I'm, I'm, I'm gabbing. Let me play you the. Uh, let me play you the minute, and I'll be right back to talk about it. Although I kind of already did a bit. Listen to this. Eleanor, you go to sleep now. We'll see you later. some time going over her records. All right, Doctor, I will. Good evening, Bruno. Good evening, Doctor. Time again, huh? Yes? I'd like you to meet my new assistant, Dr. Winifred Walker. Hello, Bruno. Hello. I'm going to be working with Dr. Stein from here on, and I'll be here helping you. Now, look at this one. This leg was grafted on by laser beam fusion, supplemented by massive injections of my DNA formula. Well, I kind of gave it all away. The the things you don't catch uh, in in just the audio is there's there's a moment where Eleanor kind of won't let go of the doctor's doctor's hand, and she kind of looks a little disappointed when she leaves. He leaves, although he's with his brand new assistant and with Malcolm there, so I don't know what she thought she'd get going. Um, I wonder, like, is she, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Forgive me. I don't know. Sort of like the, the drives of ninety-year-old ladies, but I'm sure. I'm wondering if, if since since she's been sort of de-aged down like thirty or so years, does she again have the drive of like a young a woman at that age? I was gonna say younger woman, younger than ninety. Um, 
Uh, because maybe she's like, Doctor, why don't you stay here with me in the bed for a while? We could try everything out. <laughs> of course, they're you know the two, um, the new assistant of Malcolm are there. So so, it, 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 and now now there we only see her not let go of the doctor's hand and look a little disappointed. So as far as we know, Winifred and Malcolm are out the door. You know they don't see this. There's no. There's no implication that she does uh, that they do see it, and and I think when the doctor says to Winifred, "Hey, you know, um, you should really look into her file because it's it's pretty interesting." Maybe he's saying some something along the lines of, "Yeah, look into this. Now you take of her. You now you look into this. Take care of her. Keep her off my back." Or maybe he's not saying that, but yeah. So so they leave her, and um, so yeah. So he she has been given some like fountain of youth. DNA formula drug, and then we meet Bruno, who's an older, um, uh, um, yeah, German-looking guy, bald, mustachioed, um, reading a magazine when the doctor shows up, uh, and you know is introduced to Winifred. That one seems to get along with Winifred just fine, and you do see at the end of the minute his leg right below his knee on his left leg there is a there is a circle of like red. Like like where, like the rest of the leg has been grafted on there, as he says by laser beams and Quantius, as he said by laser beams and um, uh, copious loads of his DNA formula. Is that is that the way like the transplants work? You you do that and then give them copious amounts of the DNA formula. I thought there was, I don't know, I don't know the way things work. I mean, it's it's funny that like with Eddie, they're going to give him back two arms and two legs. This other woman, she's been de-aged like thirty years, and this guy, he trans, he gave him a transplant of half a leg. I don't know. Somehow it seems a little disappointing. You would think you'd see more. Uh, there'd be more there. Maybe there is more there after the minute. I don't know. But we end off with the DNA formula and, and the laser beam remark. So so yeah, those are. Um, I forget. I forget if we have more patients in line for the next. I think these are the two patients we see. And it is, I mean, I guess it is his home. It's also his laboratory. It's nice to work out of your home. But these are the, I think these are the only patients we see, apart from Eddie, of course. So we'll see. Hopefully in the next minute we can begin the operation. Hopefully, because, yeah, like I said, we've got, in, 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 in the home video version, we still have about 65 minutes left. While in the theatrical, we have about 57 so um yeah yeah let's let's pick it up shall we home video version of blackenstein again i'd love to know the story of why they decided to expand it and make it more boring um but uh and less interest sort of less interesting although we did have the argument but previously um whether or not it works better to have the patients earlier in the movie or later in the movie Time-wise, I think it works better to have them later. Dramatically, I think it, it works better to have them earlier because when you get Eddie there, you want the experiments to start. And you want to see the guy who's featured on the video box. Boom. So that's Blackenstein, minute 22. And now it's going to Frankenstein, 80. And I believe we left the... Uh, yes, the, the cop, chief, whatever, was talking to his other policemen about... Um, uh, they were discussing the women who have been murdered in the area lately. Listen to this. Well, the first had been strangled, the weapon of steel wire. The body had been opened with a lancet and the liver taken out. Though he used the lancet, the killer's not a doctor. His cuts are like an amateur's. What about the lancet?
normal, Lancer Chief. We are trying to find the manufacturers. We'll try to find them quick, will you? Uh, yes, sir. Got to quiet my nerves. I've got the light for you, Chief. No smoking. Not in this office. No one, do you hear? Not until we've solved these murders. Orders. Orders. One. I want to know who the manufacturer was of that Lancet and who it was sold to. Two. I want the hematological examination of the blood spots on the Lancet and the blood spots on the ground. So we can find out if they came from one and the same person. Four. Uh, I mean three. Uh, this is an almost amusing minute. I think these uh, these guys are almost amusing minute. The length of time in between when the cop takes out his the little brown cigar, cigarillo, or whatever the heck it is, cigarette thing that he's going to smoke, and, and the guy who, um, I, I guess, sort of the this movie's version of Simon Pegg leans in with his, um, with his letter, I got the light for you, chief. And for like just 10 seconds, they just stare at one another until he says, no smoking. No smoking in this office until we find out what's going on. It's almost very funny. It's almost very funny. And when he begins to count out um, what's going to happen and um, orders, orders, one, two, four, no, three, sir, three. It's great. And I did look up. I thought it was a scalpel. That's what I said. But they keep saying scalpel and lancet. I went on Wikidef, you son of a bitch. As nouns, the difference between scalpel and lancet is that scalpel is a small straight knife with a very sharp blade used for surgery, dissection, and craft work, while lancet is a sharp, pointed, two-edged surgical instrument used in vivisection, oh, venisection, and for opening abscesses, etc. Hold it right there. I'm learning. As I started to read the word, I thought it was vivisection, but it's venisection. Venisection is another term for phlebotomy. Uh, it is basically, it is. it says here, it's the process of making a puncture in a vein, usually in the arm, the purpose of drawing blood. It's the simplest and quickest way of reducing the number of red blood cells, red cells in your, in your body. So, huh, I didn't know that. So yeah, so they keep talking about the Lancet. I like that they're very specific. I would have probably called it a scalpel myself, but they never, they never do, not here. And uh, and the um, and and the chief is on it. They found this lancet by this body where the liver, or the kidney, or whatever the hell it was removed. That's the first lady we saw, and uh, they're gonna track down who 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 uh, made it and who it got sold to. That's that's some sharp uh, sharp police working. Uh, it's also there, there's some very silly. I mean the um, like I said, I think I said last time the two cops on the case next to each other, kind of older guy and the guy with the kind of curly blonde hair and the little mustache. The more I look at them, the goofier they look, and the, and the um, the chief there sitting in his in his at his desk with the uh, this big guy standing next to him is um, I don't know there's some kind of I, I I feel like maybe if I were Italian, I'd be rolling in the aisles at this, and there'd just be something about it that was so like oh my gosh this is this is the best this I've ever seen, I've never seen better this up on the screen. But as I don't know exactly what this is, I mean it looks like some. Some vague shtick involving the police being a little silly, a little comic relief, I guess. But it's um, it's not a comic comic enough to make you laugh, um, but it is amusing. So, but that's all that happens in this minute. Why? Wow, I guess I am keeping this one concise. 
they uh, yeah they, they discuss what they're going to do next and they say the word Lancet about 20 times and there's that great bit with the I got the light for you chief which um, uh, <laughs> I don't know that's kind of funny so anyway I guess I guess this is the most precise episode of one of these things I've ever done what do you all think is it too precise I mean I could go off on stories I, I could come up with something something about scalpels and lancets and talk more about limbs being grafted on but I, I you know I gave you the basics on it you know where um, you know Winifred is being introduced to the patients before Eddie's first operation and uh, the cops who are waiting to get briefed and get orders in the last minute are getting some orders in this minute and the cop the chief decided no one was going to smoke and I, li- I like that, that he won't he won't accept the light from this this um, detective this plainclothes cop uh, he just he just won't do it. I just don't do it. I don't accept lights from them. I was hoping that that as he sat there and they were making eye contact, his like other hand would come up from behind the desk with like a some like a light or a match, and just light it, and go out of frame, and the hand would go out of frame again, and then he just start puffing away while the guy's still there with his his lighter out. But it is what it is. So that that's the end of this one, everyone. And again, let's see um whether whether these uh whether the um. More concise ones are going to work or not, I'm not sure. But we're giving them a try in here. It's a long journey. A lot of journey still ahead of us. So uh, I'll be good to yourselves, and I will talk to you soon. Listen to this. (laughs) 